Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. My name is Layla, and we're so happy to have you here with us. But before we get into the Word, we're going to take a moment and pray. Lord, we thank you for today, Lord. We thank you for your mercy and your grace, Lord, and the compassion that you've had towards us, Lord. And we thank you for the forgiveness that we have in you, Lord. And we offer that to anyone else whom we have ought against, Lord. And we ask that you'll forgive them as well. Lord, we thank you for this time in the word and for another opportunity to draw closer to you, Lord, and to be conformed to the image of your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for your blessing, Lord. And we thank you for ministering to us our needs as we go through this devotional this morning, Lord. In Jesus' name. Name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're so glad to have you with us as we get into the Word and continue our study of 1 Thessalonians together. We're all learning and growing, learning, first and foremost, a continuation of what we have been talking about, and now it's learning how to stand firm for the Lord. All right? Okay. So we are in, uh, say, First Thessalonians chapter two. It's the first twelve verses. So if you're joining us for the first time or rejoining us, want to encourage you to go ahead and pause the episode at this time, just to give you the opportunity to read through that section of scripture and make things easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen. 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 All right. Amen. So now. This is our custom. The floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, Layla. So I just want to focus real quick on verses 11 and 12, talking about, um, I'll read them real quick. Um, as you know, how we exhorted and comforted and charged every one of you as a father does his own children, that you would walk worthy of God who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. So the part of the job of the Holy Spirit when he guides us into all truth and he shows us things to come is exhortation and comforting. Now, that doesn't always just mean a comforter as in something you put on your blanket to keep you warm in the winter that you snuggle with, but um, admonition and a prompting when necessary. So when we or as we walk with the Lord, there are going to be those times where the Lord does comfort us as in a warm, fuzzy blanket. And there are times when he prompts us to do something. And it's when, when he prompts us to do something, we should pay special attention to the direction that he's pointing in. Uh, because oftentimes we, we hear one word from the, from the Lord, and then we go off and do our own thing. And we're in the totally opposite direction of where he wants us to be. So it's important to seek guidance and direction from him as we're getting the battle plan it does no good to swing your sword but you're not on the battlefield um dealing with the enemy that needs to be dealt with and the holy spirit through paul um, that you walk worthy of god who calls you as his own sons that includes daughters as well but um as you are walking you're you're 
exemplifying and displaying all the characters and attributes of the Holy Spirit of the Father. And no one has to question whose child you are. Um, an example, when we go to Walmart, nobody has to ask me who my mother is. They know it's mommy. Or who my dad is, they know it's dad. But Why? Why? How do they know? The way we interact with each other. Hmm. And what does that mean or look like to the listeners? Um, the way that you care for us and you, you talk, when you speak with other children, there is a, a distinct difference in how you communicate with them. It's still done in love, but it doesn't carry that fatherly tenderness all the time. And, um, or if you are grabbing something and you want us to put it in the basket, just your body language and your posture when you're giving us an object, or like us, I mean, like mm-hmm. me and the boys, or versus when you're asking somebody else for something, it, it, it isn't quite the same display. Not Again, not saying that you are unloving <laughs> and what you're doing towards the other person, but there's a, a different kind of connection between us. Familiarity? Familiarity, yes. yes. There's a, a different level of familiarity that is easily recognizable and observable by all, right? But then was the second part of that. My conduct, nature, character, and attributes, right, are also demonstrated through you, right? And same with your mothers, right? They, what we, how we carry and conduct ourselves is replicated in and through you, Right? Well, yes. Mostly, usually, right? If it's not, that that gets addressed, right? Yes. Because, well, we are called to look like Christ. So we should be caring, conducting ourselves in the same manner, right? Yes. Me first for myself, but then also it should be passed down, right? That's what it was said concerning Abram, right? Yes, Dad. Ultimately, Abraham, right? We said... Shall I not tell Abram what I'm about to do? Because he will what? Teach his children. About me, about the Lord. And in here, what you're saying, there's no difference. And it also, we see it modern day in our relationship, yes? Yes. Okay, so let's not lose sight of that. But please continue, Layla. And then um, going back to the Lord and how we, when we walk with him, just understanding that as we are doing the work of the Lord, it isn't so people go, yay, rah, 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 with pom-poms or anything of the sort, but it's because we love the Lord and we're doing what he asked us to do as a child does their um, father. So, as and again, back to the walking aspect, it's important that we are displaying all his characteristics and attributes because he's taken time and more than just time to sow and invest that into us he should be able to reap the fruit at some point and i don't mean at some point when everything is said and done but i mean while you're here on the earth there should be some tangible evidence that his labor wasn't in vain the time that he spent investing in you was not in vain um and mommy and daddy tell us that often that you would like to see us bear fruit so that you know that the labor that you had towards us all these stuff that you sold into us all the good things that you sold into us wasn't in vain and 
for nothing. Because if that's the case, you might as well just stop now. If we're not going to produce fruit, why continue to cultivate? We feel that way in the natural with plants. If they're not producing grapes when they're supposed to, or watermelons when they're supposed to, we uproot the plant and we get rid of it, don't we? Yes. Okay, but the Lord doesn't want to have to come to that place where he has to uproot us because we refuse to bear fruit. Notice I didn't say because we couldn't bear fruit. We would not. We would not. We um, choose not to bear fruit. They should never come to the place. The Lord should never come to the place where he has to remove us out of his plan or out of um, being able to do special things with him because we aren't living the way we're supposed to. We're not walking worthy of the calling of God that's upon us as his children, as his sons and daughters. Well, Layla, to add to what you're saying, the Lord was reminding me of how that Paul's conduct had to be more than just his words. It had to be a complete, I'd say, copy of what how the Lord acted. And we see that side of verse 7. But we were a gentle among you, just as a nursing mother cherishes her own, cherishes her own children. So affectionately longing for you, we were well pleased to impart to you not only the gospel of God, but also our own lives, because you have become dear to us. For you remember, brethren, our labor and toil, for laboring night and day, that we may not be that we might not be a burden to any of you, we preach to you the gospel of God. So we we hear that Paul is saying here that Sorry, that was a little bit redundant. We hear that Paul is saying that we should be more than just words when we're talking or acting, when we want people to, not on the, in public, but inside of our private lives as well. Mm-hmm. And it has to be an integral part of ourselves, not just a show. And the Lord first reminded me of how, for example, when I was trying to be fake, about what I was doing, it was evident to everybody who saw it. It seemed, I would say, cheesy and as in inauthentic. Mm-hmm. Er- mm-hmm. Everybody could tell that I was fake. Deceptive. Yes. Insincere. Oh, it was, yes, but in, in so doing is, is deceptions built in. So, and we can all, we can all recognize it, right? But please continue. Mm-hmm. And how, especially, I thought this in my own life, that other people would be providing for me from their own expense, that is. <laughs> That's just what my mindset was. And Isn't it good to be a child? Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where everything is provided for you. And mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Continue, sir. Okay, and so the Lord had to fix my perspective and to that I had not, I had to be providing for everybody else from what the Lord had given me instead of trying to leech off of them. And the Lord reminded me of my relationship, my relationship with him. The Lord, I didn't want the Lord to suck me dry of all my resources so I shouldn't do it to others. And this also goes to what Paul is saying, that we should be 
like Christ and that whatever we whatever we do, it's what the Father wants us to do. And because we're doing that, other people are able to benefit from it. And as a result, they're being brought closer to God instead of pushed away by our poor conduct. Amen. You know, um, this is something that I, I speak with you all um, about so that you have deeper understanding. You know, Paul is talking to here to them as a mother and a father, but mm-hmm. as a parent. And he's making it known to them how he feels and kind of maybe something that's behind the scenes that, as you described, promise, as a child looking outward towards your parents, you don't readily grab a hold of, that raising your children effectively is an investment. And this gospel that Paul preached to them was the same gospel that the Lord taught him directly taught him himself and that Paul had suffered greatly to be a part of. Um, it, it cost Paul something for the amount of word that was in him. And it cost him something to know the Lord Jesus Christ the way that he did. And it cost him something to persevere in faith, to go to the places that the Holy spirit sent him. And sometimes when you're the kid you're on the receiving end and you think, oh, it's just there. These lights just turn on because, and there's food in the fridge just because, and you don't really attribute any connection to a cost that it is required of your parents to provide it or put it there. And in your case, promise you have parents and you're the youngest of four children. So Uh you get blessing upon blessing. And then sometimes when you look out of your eyes, you think, well, I should have more versus I should be pouring into others. And for him as a parent to, uh, and I'll say a spiritual parent, to share with them what a pleasure it is for him to share those things that he was given from the Father, just so they get a glimpse of how they should pour into others, but also it brings just a higher level of maturity in their life instead of just thinking, I'm at the center of God's universe and God did all this for me. Now let me sit down and enjoy it. But instead to be that vessel that the Lord pours into from another vessel, but from himself. And then that he expects that vessel to be poured out again and to reproduce after its kind. So I, I enjoy, um, you know, the, the gentle reminders here, because sometimes again, when you're just a child looking at your parents, you go, well, haven't you always been this way? You've been all this way as long as I've known you. But, you know, they're in the parent's life don't start when the children are born because <laughs> right. you'd all be the same age. But they have a life before their children are born. And so sometimes you don't see as a child looking at your parents, the journey that your parents have gone through or, um, you know, the things that they've endured to be able to bless you and and still that he was doing it in a joyous manner. He didn't feel grudging or bitter about it. So I, I appreciate that, how that carries through, you know, and Paul being cultivated himself, because at one point he was the the new kid on the block, if you will, mm-hmm. when everybody was hearing the one who used to throw everybody in prison, <laughs> all the Christians in prison is now preaching the word of God himself, the gospel of Jesus Christ himself. And then he had to go to that place of, it's not all about you, Apostle Paul, <laughs> now you're going to have to be, you know, go from being the child, being reared by people like Ananias who came to lay hands on him and help him, mm-hmm. right, 
to being one who lays hands on others and pours into them and helps them. So it's, it's nice to see that. And it's encouraging because that's what God expects. He expects us to go from being the child to being a young man or a young woman in, in the things of God, and then grow into being a father ourselves and reproducing after God's kind, but doing it in a loving fashion that honors God and gives those that he sent us to spiritually parent or pour into the opportunity to grow up and flourish themselves so that mm-hmm. they can continue on with the, um, the replenishing of God's people in the earth, just like the father wants us to do. Amen. So, so in what everyone is saying, and, and Lil, you started this right with the, with the Holy Spirit's prompting, not just comfort as in, Here's a warm, fuzzy blanket, but you need to put these things that the Holy Spirit is, is, I'll say the Father through Holy Spirit is giving us, right? Yes. Into action. We as children don't always, as you were saying, honey, honey, understand why it's necessary, why it's important, not just what we're being given, but the, I'll say the point and the purpose of it. We just, we just think it's always going to continue in this way as as we're children. But no, the whole point and purpose is, well, ultimately to stand, to be that, I'll say, warrior for the Lord. That there is, there is a kingdom, mm-hmm. there are two kingdoms. One is the Lord's and his kingdom, and the other is the adversaries. Which one will we choose and, uh, and choose to operate or function in? So there is a point and purpose in what is being taught, a prompting. And it's for us to not stay at that simplistic infant or toddler stage as a little child, but to grow into an adolescent and then ultimately as a parent, as a father, as scripture tells us in First John, right? Yes. Not only continuing to function in it, but also getting to a place where now we, uh, spiritual maturity, where we are now teaching others and helping to grow and cultivate their life, helping them, prompting them through Holy Spirit's leading to function in what they require for their life and the destiny track the Lord has for them. Yes, Dan. So it's important for us to understand that. Right? Yes. Not to be tossed to and fro, but to move forward. That's the very basic thing that's required in order to be able to stand for the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, and here as we read Thessalonians, or and even as we read Acts, the, in the overview to Thessalonians, they were clearly took that message to heart. And, and the message that Paul is even writing now about why it's required for them to continue to move forward, mm-hmm. to continue to stand for the Lord firmly, mm-hmm. and with that unshakable faith, not just to remain where they were or when he left, right, after that short three, four-week period, mm-hmm. but to continue moving forward, pressing on in the Lord towards the high calling that the Lord has for them, becoming mm-hmm. not like Paul, but becoming conformed to the image of Christ. Amen. And mm-hmm. that's the message for all of us. Mm-hmm. We can only do that with when we truly allow the Lord to be Lord and Savior of our lives. Every area and aspect submitted to Him. Every area and aspect of our life submitted to Him, being led and guided by His Holy Spirit into all the truth. 
Mm-hmm. And yes, appreciate sir. the investment that Christ has made in your life or Amen. their life or ours. Amen. Mm-hmm. was well, a lot in, in what was said, so we're going to pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we thank you for the time that you've taken us so into us, Lord, to equip us with your characteristics, Lord, with the armor of God, Lord, so that we're able to stand and we're successful in our in our lives here on the earth, Lord, and we're able to join you back in the heavenly community. We ask that you'll continue to minister to us, Lord, as we go to school, as we go to work and minister in your name, Lord, that you'll give us what to speak in the hour that it's needed, Lord. And we trust that you will do so because you've already said. And we thank you for those things. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.